0: You are now tuning in to the Braving Wander podcast. I created this space with you in mind, with the intention that you feel seen, heard, and understood, that you find resonance, giving you permission to be vulnerable as you continue to explore the depths of who you are. This season, we're going even deeper than we did before. I'm going to use this space as a journal taking you with me every step of the way as I rediscover parts of myself that have been lost, as I create the reality that I truly desire, as I heal, opening up sacred space for you to do the same. Now let's get into it. Babes, um, hi, hello. I think this is day 16. Oh, we have finally reached the halfway mark and I think that is so dope yes I did it we did it thank you guys for riding with me for the past 16 days um this has been really cool this has been fun uh again I think I do this every other episode shout out to y'all who have been listening to every single one of these episodes and reaching out to me about them I appreciate you so much you have no idea um yeah I really can't do math, so I'm going to be honest. I don't know how many days are left, but um, we're almost there. My birthday is right around the corner, so I'm super excited to see, you know, how this ends. But anyway, promise not to keep you long. Um, Just a quick story. I don't know exactly what the lesson or takeaway is going to be, but hopefully it'll come out by the end of the story. So last class of the day at the studio. Usually, Mondays are really, really fun days for us. Um, My homegirl, Miranda, who I mentioned, I think it was last episode, maybe the one before, uh, we get to close together with our studio director. And the three of us just have the best of times. So Mondays, and I think Fridays, yeah, those are our favorite days, um, because the three of us get to work together. Anyway, so we were expecting to have a really good day. Classes went by, things were looking good, we're laughing, kiki and like the day was good, right? 30 minutes before the last class, we have our last first guest walk through the doors and it was like immediately as she walked in, it was just this negative energy that just took over the whole space. We could all feel it, it was unbelievably powerful, that negative energy. But being the people we are, doing the work that we do. We all kind of, you know, didn't allow it to phase us and continue to do the work that, you know, that we we're doing. Um, I wanna mention that this person took every opportunity to be rude and to act like they own the space, you know? Trying to tell us what we should be doing with our classes and how we should be running the studio. Mind you, this is their first time ever stepping foot in the studio, okay? Um, so just following along with that, there's a protocol as a first time guest that you kind of have to go through. And, you know, we take you through like orientation, introduce you to the space. And then as a first timer, you get to go into the studio room, into the meditation room, um, 10 minutes early, right? The guide takes you in and they get you settled in your hammock. They teach you how to get into the hammock. We don't want you to hurt yourself. So it's, it's, um, It's important that you listen to the guide, right? And because this person has done aerial yoga before, they (laughs) assume that they know exactly what they were doing and that they could go into this meditation space whenever they wanted and, you know, just do what they needed to do. And that's not cool, right? That's not the energy we want to bring into the studio. And we have to have respect for the other people who are there for the first time as well and who want a great experience. And I'm going to give them a great experience. So, I kind of had to let them know, listen, hey, hey, we have a certain process, this is how we're gonna flow, and this is what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna ask that you please you know listen to me and follow the directions because again, I don't want you to hurt yourself anyway, um, of course, they get into the meditation room and still proceeded to do whatever the hell they wanted to do, but I decided to just focus on the other first time guests I had who deserved a really great experience. Tell me why halfway, not even halfway, actually, probably like five to 10 minutes into the meditation, this person wants to sit up from their hammock and ask me questions. Now listen, just imagine you are in a dimly lit room you're laying in a hammock and someone is guiding you in meditation there's ambient music playing in the background you are already settled into the space you have you know you're trying to quiet your mind you're focusing on your breath and someone gets up and just starts to you hear someone whispering questions to the guide this is beyond distracting and beyond rude and completely takes you out of your experience right obviously You're trying to meditate. Like, this is a sacred space, right? Where we honor our breath. We honor this moment. So, we wanna, you know, take full advantage of this experience. This person sits up and is trying to ask me questions, and I'm looking at them. I'm mid sentence, like trying to guide people in meditation. And I'm looking at them, like, with my eyes, I'm saying, I cannot have a conversation right now. Like, I can't answer your question. I cannot focus on you and only you in this moment. I'm sorry, but. we're in the middle of a meditation and I'm the guide and I kind of have to set the precedence, you know, like I have to set the stage, set the energy and we can't have this. You're disrupting the class. And I'm saying this with my eyes, mind you, as I'm trying to direct people in meditation. Now, you know, energy doesn't lie. And so, especially if it's like dense, negative, low vibrational energy, that shit is felt. And you should, I mean, like it's obvious that if I'm feeling it, the other people are going to be feeling it, right? And I was feeling it heavy because I am very in tune with energy, as you guys know. So it was easy for me to pick up on that. So I'm trying to go through the meditation as best as I can, still wanting to provide a good experience for these other people. Now, the second half of our meditation is a sound bath where we have crystal bowls and we have a gong and um, energy gets transmitted through, you know, these instruments, Right. I can, if the energy is off and I play a bowl or I play the gong and the energy is off, you can hear it in the gong. You can hear it in the bowls. And I've gotten to the space where I can tell the difference and I know when something's not right. I know when something doesn't sound right. So as soon as I got to that portion and the bowls were completely off, um, the gong was off, I knew that that energy had just kind of taken over because it was so dense. And I felt really bad because I couldn't do anything in the moment to kind of overpower that negative energy, right? So it, it really meant that every time I hit the gong that the energy was, you know, spreading even further into the room. Like these vibrations are being felt by every person who is in that room meditating. Whether they want to feel the vibrations or not, they feel it. And so... um, I don't know. Every time I hit it, I'm like, something's not right. This is off. And mind you. okay. so I had a class right before, probably like 30 minutes before um, I ended the class 30 minutes before that particular class had started. And I kind of did the same format of like um, so I I don't use a script, but I I basically said the same thing and kind of played in the same fashion. And I was like, that's how I knew something was off, because I was like, I basically just did the same thing and um so i I was like i know this is not me this has to be the energy in the space so again i just felt really bad because there were other people in the room who then had to experience um you know my work that wasn't the best okay so fast forward to the end of the meditation as i'm taking them out of their meditative state i asked them to take their time You know getting out of the hammocks and you know getting um back into their bodies and all of that stuff you know how how you get out of meditation you want to take your time um because you've been basically having an out-of-body experience the whole time especially if you have a sound bath like you're in the space with the instruments so i usually say take your time there's no rush here there is no force do what you need to do i'm going to be waiting outside in the decompression space and we'll chat whatever And then I leave the room, open the door, leave the door open for them. And it takes them about five or so minutes to then start walking out one by one. And it's really fun for myself and the others who work there to kind of see the reactions and like the expressions on everyone's face as they walk out the room because we know that they've had an amazing experience. But today was different because I could not leave that meditation room. It was almost like I couldn't face the truth of... That class, there was, it did not feel good at all. Um, and I really couldn't even look the other, um, the guests in their face because I just knew I did not give them the best experience, even though I tried my best and my intention was to provide them with the absolute best. It's still like I knew, I knew that they did not feel good about the meditation. And I just sat at the podium with my head down. And, you know, I just, I could feel them and kind of see them leaving the space one by one and every, you know, the energy was just really different. Um, And I kind of, I just sat there for a few minutes and I let everyone leave the room and I still did not leave the room. Like this is out of character for me, especially when I'm in the um, position of a guide, right? Very out of character. So Miranda actually comes in the room and she's just shaking her head. And I'm like, oh boy, like what the hell is going on? And Miranda goes, you know, they're up there talking shit about you. And <laughs> being the person that I am, I immediately I wanted to pull up. I was like, oh, sh- do I need to go to the front desk? Like, what's good? Like, because if you need to say something, say it to my face, right? That's That's how I would naturally respond. But Miranda, you know, did her best to kind of calm me down. So, I didn't go up there, you know, trying to fight somebody. Um, but I, I did leave the room just not feeling great. Got to the front desk, and the person was still speaking to um, the studio director about my, um, my performance and how it was very lackluster and how they didn't enjoy it and how I played the bowls wrong and nothing sounded right, da 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 da. That they've done this so many times before and this was like the worst experience that they've had, whatever, whatever. Um, but once they left, we all kind of, you know, had a quick conversation about how we couldn't have done anything to um, to make that person happy. There was nothing we could have done to make that person happy. No matter how I played, no matter if we allowed them to do what they wanted in the space, they weren't going to have a good experience. I think the second they walked through the doors, they decided that, you know, it's, it just wasn't going to be good. And it wasn't, you know, and that energy was so powerful, because um, the other guests in the in the room didn't have a good experience either, and not only could we see it in their face, but that's the feedback they left before they, you know, exited the studio, Um, and again making me feel really bad because I there's was, there was nothing I could do. There's nothing in my power that I could do to shift that for them as much as I tried. That negative energy was just it was just so much. It took over the whole place. It even kind of overpowered what I was capable of doing. And so I guess the takeaway is that well, one, you can't please everybody, right? Cause I could have gone up there and I could have been like, listen you're the first person who's ever had anything negative to say about any one of my classes. If you were here on any other day, people would be singing my praises, left, right, and, you know, front, whatever, left, right, center, front, whatever, however the saying goes. I could have said all of that. I really could have, and I really could have tooted my own horn, but I decided not to. I didn't want to give her my energy. So again, you you can't please everybody, and trying to go out of your way to do so is only um doing a disservice to yourself because i think that's what i did tonight i really tried to go above and beyond and give this quote unquote performance that was out of this world but in doing so i you know i lost the intention and purpose of the class trying to by trying to overpower her energy you know even though i knew that walking into that class at the beginning that i I was not going to be able to please her. I just knew that from the jump because of her energy. I could read it; it was clear as day. I, I was not going to be able to, um, to please her, and I should have just went with that and done what I needed to do regardless. So, yeah, you can't please everybody. And there's something else I wanted to say. Um, you have to know that external validation means nothing to the work that you do to your purpose to you know where you are in life you do not need that external validation because there was a part of me that was like damn like what does this mean about my um you know the work that I do and am I good enough and da 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 like can you believe I was about to go down that roller coaster no i d- i didn't need her to validate me and I didn't have to go out of my way to try to please her. She had already made that decision for herself. And um, I should have just listened. You know what I mean? Anyway, not going to allow it to ruin the rest of my day or my evening, actually, because I had a really good day. And so I'm going to just take all of the best parts of the day and I'm going to hold on to it as I sleep, knowing that I wake up tomorrow and I can just tap right back into that beautiful energy. Um, But yeah, I will be back tomorrow. Thank you guys for tuning in. Bye. Love you.